This is Adam Manis. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear It podcast. Daily jazz advice coming at you. Today we're going to talk about jazz prodigies. Oh man, I'm too old to be considered a prodigy. I appreciate it though, thanks. <laughs> oh, you're not talking about me? Well, I mean, maybe back back in the day, we can delve into that if Ooh. you'd like to. Uh, prodigy, I was about to say prodigies, but it's prodigies, right? Yeah, man. I couldn't be a prodigy if I call it a prodigy, <laughs> right? There's no way. <laughs> you got it. Um, so this is uh, from a question actually on our You'll hear it podcast page. And just a reminder, if you guys would like to ask us questions, you can go to youllhearit.com. And um, you can actually just, if you're too lazy to type, you can just press a button and speak your question if you'd like. Yeah, we love those because we're too lazy to read. <laughs> That's right. Or you, you can certainly uh, type it out and we'll get one of our interns to read it for us. But uh, <laughs> this is from Sheldon. And um, I think the question is really about, you know, uh, in terms of a, a, a prodigy, you know, how we can be inspired by them as opposed to being envious. And I've always been, you know, someone that I've been thinking about a lot, as, as I'm, I'm sure a lot of people are, because he's sort of the current prodigy du jour, um, and that would be Joey Alexander, amazing young pianist out Incredible. of Indonesia. Incredible. Um, that is, yeah, just an amazing player. And I think there's always been prodigies. You know, we, we more closely associate them, I think, with classical music, uh, of which there's just, you know, hundreds of them around the world, if not thousands, an amazing number. But in terms of jazz, it's pretty rare somebody comes along like Joey that's, uh, I don't know, is he 15 now, 14? I don't, yeah, I think I, he's I know 14. I heard him when he was 13, yeah. um, some performances, and it wasn't that long ago. Um, but it's pretty rare someone comes along with that kind of maturity, understanding of the music, something to say, um, and the ability to, to, to say it, you know, to perform in front of an audience at the level that, that he has. There's always been a few, but yeah, it's, yeah. it's rare. Yeah, Tony Williams comes to mind. Yeah. You know, someone who was playing with Miles when he was 17, 18 years old? 16. 16 years yeah, old. 16. Unbelievable, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, these I've always found, drawn great inspiration, too. And I think what, what our listener was kind of getting at was the fact that they can get so good in such a short period of time. And the caveat with that is that they're usually really young. And we, we know that our brains accept language easier when we're younger. So, um, you know, don't think that you have to pace yourself with Joey Alexander right now and his <laughs> development, right. because he's just going to fly with, with what he's been building on since he was a small child. Right. And I mean, it's just, you know, we can be inspired and think about how quickly one can progress over short periods of time, though. Like, Joey is probably not going to progress at the level he did from 0 to 12 right. for, you know, up until he's 100. I mean, if he does, he will be you know, just the biggest genius to ever walk the face of the earth. But, the, but just saying that, that every, there's always peaks and valleys, and I think that rapid periods of development, I know I've experienced that, I'm sure you have too, and, and, and most musicians and really just artists do that, recognizing when you're in a very... Uh, you know, fertile period of your development when you can make great strides in certain areas of your artistry and take advantage of that and really set up your schedule around that. Um, and then maybe for six months, you know, your technique is just progressing and you're really feeling it and your brain is working in a, in a way and you're at that point of your life where you can really, and, and, and at that point of your progression as a player where you can really accept that. So take advantage of that. And then it's okay to plateau for a while and just kind of ride where you are and kind of be more in maintenance mode or maybe you're really into composition um, I think for Joey you know he's in this period of, of being able to quickly take different influences and assimilate them 
and then kind of spit them back out in a in a really cool way. You know, he he's creative, but he doesn't try to be more creative than a fourteen year old should be in a way. So like you hear the influences, but he he puts them together. He he's not at that point where he's just like I want to get rid of Chick Corea and Herbie and do my own thing. You know, yeah. he's still taking those things in and hearing things and then kind of putting them through the filter of his young mind. And that's that's a great thing. That's awesome. I think one thing that we can all definitely take away from prodigies is that, you know, prodigies, whether it's we're talking about Joey Alexander or, you know, Tiger Woods when he was a young kid or the, the, the Williams sisters. What instrument did Tiger Woods play? I can't remember. <laughs> the four iron, like a <laughs> madman. Uh, you know, Mozart, any of these like legendary prodigies is that they set themselves up to be great because, you know, their whole lives from the time they were a kid revolved around getting better. Yeah. And so I think we can pull some of that, you know, it's not it's not like Joey Alexander was just born playing the way he does. He works really, really, really hard at it. Yeah. Tony Williams, you know, practiced like crazy when he was a child. We can take that. We can take that that way that they've designed their lives around improvement and and borrow from that and use that sort of uh, work ethic as as our advantage as well. Yeah, I I remember Nicholas Payton when um oh, there's a prodigy. Yeah, he was sure. a prodigy and uh you know he, I remember playing with him when he was like 15, 16 years old when I first met him, and um, he was very talented musically, like in in way in terms of like he could play several instruments, he could hear anything. But the main thing that I remember about him at that period is like he was very focused and disciplined in, in a in a very um, unusual way for somebody that age. So that's something that as we get older should become easier. Yep. Now we usually have other things that get in the way of that perhaps in our lives in terms of um, family or, or friends or, or, you know, big shout out to my family and friends. I'm not saying you're getting in the way of nothing. Love y'all. But, but you know, there's just there's things that happen in, in, in our lives, so we have to be even more disciplined about taking that time. But the more focused we can be, we can, we can get at those rapid little development spurts, I think, nicely. An- another thing I think we can pull from this is that, you know, in a, just where a prodigy is at usually in their life, um, there's some psychological stuff going on that gives them an advantage in that um, there's no expectations for them to be anything other than a kid. So everybody gives them this like, oh, that's amazing that you could play. And we can kind of steal that thought loop of like, oh, well, I'm 25. I should be as good as Brad Melda was when he was 25. Why am I? Not? You know, don't think like that. Think like a prodigy. You think like, oh, I'm going to get there. I'm, I'm on their heels. Right. You know, I'm coming up. I'm, that's great. I'm young and coming up. And I think if you keep that that thought loop going that could be another uh thing to pull from them yeah and i think too like you look at joey alexander something really smart that he's done is he surrounds himself in his trio with really seasoned players that's right um that are older than him which is not hard to do because there's basically nobody his age that can play like him but still i mean he could he could get like some 17 18 year olds uh, that are really good players, you know, to play. But but he has really good trios. I mean, not necessarily the oldest guys or gals, but I mean, seasoned, yeah. strong players that you or I would hire for a oh, trio. Oh yeah, game. totally. No, there is actually a video of him playing with some kind of older teenagers who are really really good. Yeah. But they're not as. I mean, they're not quite on his level. But it, you know, there is a difference between him playing with them and him playing with Larry Grenadier and Ulysses Owens Jr. Right. You know right. what I mean? There's yep. Huge difference. Absolutely. So, so um, all right. Well, hopefully. Uh, Sheldon, that, that kind of helps a little bit. And, uh, you know, I think the main thing is to, you know, get that mindset of a young prodigy, take that inspiration. That's You're definitely on the right track. And, um, you know, another thing is in the jazz community, a lot of times we kind of fall back on this cliche where, like, you can't be a great player when you're young. And one thing I noticed um, 
some some really good uh, old older players, as in older than fifteen, <laughs> have been really um, supportive and generous with Joey Alexander. And a lot of that is because his, from what I hear, you know, his attitude about the music and and, and his maturity level is so good that he kind of fits in with the scene really nicely. So I think it's something that we should embrace and actually have more of, hopefully. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, you'll hear it. Thanks for listening to this episode of the You'll Hear It podcast. If you liked what you heard, please leave a rating or review. Yeah, I liked what I heard. Mm. I'm going to leave five stars, but <laughs> you guys can do whatever you want. Today's episode was brought to you by Open Studio, jazz lessons from jazz legends. Check out our brand new All Access Pass. All Access, what is that, like one or two courses you get? Dude, I said All Access. It's access to everything. Every course, hundreds, ah, thousands, tens of thousands of lessons. Wait, tens of thousands. Back up, back no, up. Definitely hundreds. <laughs> We're getting close to a thousand. Everything from Christian McBride, Peter Martin, Romero Lobombo, Gregory Hutchinson, um, Miles Davis, Mead Lux Lewis, okay, Jelly Roll it's Morton. getting ridiculous. <laughs> no, some of those. The first couple, we've got them. <laughs> Check us out, openstudionetwork.com.